0: Welcome to episode 43 of the BTB podcast. We have Mitch and Mills back on the show. You guys would have possibly heard their money mindset episode that we had with them earlier last season, which was an incredible episode around mindset and money. We've got them back on the show today to talk a little bit about what's happening in the world right now and how you can really have a great mindset and see the opportunity around you as well. If you're someone who's feeling a little bit uncertain, insecure, maybe a little bit fearful around what's happening around the world right now. Possibly you're in a situation that isn't ideal because of the happenings. Mitch and Mills have such an incredible view on life, on what you can do with your life right now and how you can help yourself get out of that state of mind and help yourself to see the opportunities all around you to really live your mission. As well, they also talk about what you should be doing with your money right now. Such an awesome, awesome episode. We're so excited for you to listen to this one. You can find all of their details, like their website, their Instagram, their podcast and also um, everything we spoke about in this podcast including Transform Your Wealth and the special offer of Coaching with Meals for free for three months also in the show notes below. You can also check out our website at www.babestalkingbusiness.com or jump on our Instagram at babestalkingbusiness where we have loads of information including upcoming events later on this year. Let's hope that they happen and um also you can grab our free side hustle guide not sure if you guys checked out our last episode but we created wrote and designed an epic e-guide for you guys it's 39 pages with 53 different side hustle ideas so if you're someone who's looking to create a side hustle or maybe even grow your existing side hustle make sure you download our free e-guide over on our website as well one last thing we're also vlogging all Of our episodes again. The plan was to vlog them in person, but obviously social distancing. So you can find these episodes on YouTube. You can watch us do the interviews live, or you can jump over on our Babes in Business Facebook like page and you can check it out. Sit in your living room with us, and you can for this particular episode as well. So without further ado, we're so excited for you to hear from Mitch and Mills again. Enjoy. All right, looks like we're live guys. Hey Mitch and Nils, how are you? We are so excited to have you on the show today and have you streaming live on Facebook for everyone to watch as well. Thank you for being here.
1: Yeah, I just wanna say um, again, we're really, really glad we could give you guys this time. We're so inspired to be here. We spent a couple of hours yesterday and, and our last night and then an hour today just making sure that. Uh, we're going to just add as much value into uh, your team as we possibly can. As you guys are aware, we love and appreciate you guys and you do such a great job. You're such an inspiration. It's cr- and thank, thank you. For
0: thank you. And for those of you who don't know Mitch and Mills from MJB Seminars, they, I've actually been coaching with these guys for, gosh, maybe like five years now. It's got to be five you years. Yeah. And um, just some next level help that the the Ripple effect that you guys are creating in the world is pretty amazing. You guys have helped not only myself but our entire team with so much around mindset around money. And so we're just really excited to have you on today and just talk about what's happening in the world and yep. how we can see this as a, an amazing opportunity, but also I really want to talk about what people should be doing with their money right now because obviously the economy is changing, life is changing. I don't think life as we knew it will ever be the same.
1: No, it's not. No, the playing field has changed, <laughs> and it's and it's about being able to adapt as quickly. And uh, a lot of people are throwing this word "pivot" around, so we want to be able to clear up some of that, demystify what that actually means today, and show your team how they can how they can pivot and take advantage of this situation. Because um, we're working very closely with organisations, sports stars, business owners, entrepreneurs, as well as moms, dads, pops that are pivoting very fast and really really benefiting from what's actually going on in the world
0: right now yeah yeah Yeah. so what's your take on what's happening and and, because i mean i'm talking to a lot of people and i'm sure you are too Lozzie that they're just freaking out mindset wise like people are really struggling and there's a lot of uncertainty and um in particular people in business are freaking out so what what do you have to say into that i'd love to hear your thoughts
2: Okay, how much time do you have, (laughs) Shannon? That's the question. That's a big (laughs) rabbit hole. well I I wanna comment before we get knuckled down into that, that this I think what's happening is is that people settle down into a level of normality or a level of comfort in their uh, in this old life that they had. And I think part of the unsettlements now is that they wanna try and go back to how it was and try back to be comfortable. But the truth about it is, is that some part of them knows that it's never gonna go back exactly the way that it was. And and now it's like, (laughs) oh my God, what happens now? Where do I go to from here? So that unsettledness and that the the people that are freaking out, because I think not everybody's freaking out. There's gonna be some that are and some Mm. that aren't. But the people that are, are uh, just being challenged with the normal that they had. and the the level of comfortability that they had in their old normal (laughs) and they're in a way trying to get back to that old normal so that they don't have to move and they don't have to grow to the degree that this thing is actually pushing them to do so so um we want to talk a little bit about the mindset of what's actually going on there so it's funny you know it's like a pregnancy right and what
1: happens is you know you first uh, three months prior to all this going down Everybody, no matter what, was feeling something was happening. If you really stop and look and drill down, people are like, hmm, something's happening. Yeah. So it's a bit like finding out you're pregnant. The first three months, you're like, Meh, meh I'm <laughs> pregnant, you know. But the second trimester, you suddenly realize, oh. So what happens is we get told you gotta to go home and things have got to change. So and so when you, you get into that second trimester, you realize oh my God, I I can't go back. I'm going to have a child. I'm going to have a baby. And there's nothing I can do about it right now. This child is coming. So what happens then is, is that normally people will go in in the second trimester, they go through the state of mourning the loss of the old self. Mm -hmm. Mourning the loss of how their life was because they know, like, I've got three kids. I haven't had a sleep in, in (laughs) 10 and a half years. Because I have three kids and you just can't sleep. And I know for the rest of my life, they will always be on the back of my mind. And I'm never gonna sleep in the same way that I did before I had the children. And that's just, that's fact. There's nothing you can do about it that's how it is so the second trimester people are like you know okay I have to you know I have to I'm worried I start to mourn the loss of the old life and this is kind of what has happened for people over the past three or four weeks they're mourning the loss of the old self they're really like attached to how it was but it is never ever ever going to be the same No matter what anybody tells you, it is never, ever, ever going to be the same again. The playing field has changed. It's over. It's done. Even if they open the borders, they open the countries, flights are allowed, kids go back to school, you go back to work, it doesn't matter. Things are never going to be the same. So on the third trimester, if you don't, something tends to click for a human on the third trimester. And what is the quickest way when I'm working with people that are having kids and they're freaking out Generally, what I would say to them is in the third trimester, and I have to wait for that third trimester before I can have the conversation, I'll say to them, the quickest way for you to be able to pivot and to shift is you have to um, basically start to show up and embrace the new you. You have to embrace the new changes. You have to embrace the new technology. You have to embrace you've know, you got to get involved. You've got to paint the nursery. You've got to pull your husband in. Get him involved. You've got to go and buy the cot. You've got to go and get everything that you need because the quicker you embrace the new, the quicker you will stop mourning the loss of the old. So there is a new you and there's a new reality happening and I'm actually extremely optimistic for everybody, the whole world, based on what is happening right now. Now. We are. We have to have a voice. We have to look at ourselves. We have to think morally and ethically about who we are. We're having to look at, at, at the choices that we're making in our lives. And we have to step into who we are. And if you can imagine that there's a wave right now, and in this wave, Jason, not briefly, Jason, in um, Daniel Priestley. Daniel Priestley explains this really well in oversubscribing with Jason Priestley he's from 90210 <laughs> all of the time if you haven't seen 90210 you need to watch 90210 because Jason <laughs> was amazing anyway so there's a wave right and at the front of this wave at the cusp of this wave are the people who are adapting the people who are embracing the people who are implementing the ones that are at the back here are the ones that are going to be left behind the ones that are back here in the wave are over yeah. they're cooked they're to. The doesn't matter. Their businesses will never be the same. They will close down. They are the blockbuster of the old reality. You know, they are the Kodak of the old reality. It is over. It is done. If you are not embracing the new you as quickly as possible and adapting as quickly as possible forget about it. it it's it's never you're over you forget about it so our objective we want to be able to talk to you about that today about how to do exactly that but i think that this is what's happening in the world right now and there's certain steps that people want to be taking to be able you know to be able to to make sure that they move into this new reality with as uh, smoothly and as effectively as possible
0: yeah
3: i love it. i love what you said before about how i can't i totally agree for there's like a three-month period there where everyone was kind of like they felt something was coming Mm. like there was a resistance in the economy there was a resistance in business there was like just that feeling um and I think the more that we're talking to people right now I I think they know people are smart they know they've got to evolve and I know we're going to talk about pivoting in a second but I know a lot of people are scared because there's that uncertainty can you speak into like that how do you manage those emotions of being scared, should they be scared? How do they move out of that scarcity mindset to be able to like really welcome this this time as an opportunity? Okay, I think that's important.
2: That will lead us. I I
3: think
1: the best way for us to explain and how we see this is right now what happens with people is, and you would have seen this in the organisation, guys. You would have seen it with, with with your guys, especially your guys who who got this message a long time ago. And a lot of the time in these situations, people wish they had a time machine and think, "Shit, if I could go back there, I would have adapted everything I learned. I would have, you know, done things like follow the wealth principles. I would have done what you girls did. I would have been following my leaders, but I didn't do that. And we haven't got a time machine. So what happens then is that we, it, with people's mindsets, they're like, "Okay, in my mind, I." Want I want to be able to achieve this. I want to be able to get to this place. I want to be able to have, you know, freedom. Because it's never money for people. It's always to do with, when you drill down on money, it's always to do with freedom, feeling connected, feeling unlimited, feeling like they want to make a difference. Yeah. They want to get to their deathbed, look back in their reality, leave a legacy for their children. That's what people want. But wanting that in your mind is, 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 is only half of the game. In fact, it's not even half of the game. It's not even a tenth of the game. You can have in your mind that you want to make a difference and you will be amongst all the rest of the people out there who say the same thing. What matters is your mindset has to have a correlation with your emotional set. Your emotions have to be clear and congruent. And if you don't match your emotional life with your ambitions, you'll sabotage your reality. So people screw up their reality and they get, you know, they get, halfway through life and they're like, but all the way through my life, in my mind, I wanted to be able to do this, but it never happened for me. Because what happens in your conscious mind has nothing to do with what happens in your reality. Your conscious processor is very, very limited it is your subconscious processor that runs the show here. That's what's in charge of the game. If your conscious mind, you're like faking it all the way through your life, you know, oh, I'm gonna get there and everything's gonna be great and I'm gonna be a millionaire, you're delusional. Because if you haven't done anything emotionally to match that game, you can forget about it. So we now know, we've, we've kind of been, it's kind of like then, so people live in this reality where they kind of feel, they're like a bit entitled It's like, you know, before I feel rich, I'm going to tell everybody I want to be rich. But before I feel rich, the money has to turn up. Before I feel enough, then the lover has to turn up. Before I feel full, then, you know, the food has to turn up or, or or, or the cash has to turn up. It doesn't work like that. And and that's so it's a very entitled state of being that people
2: have been getting around in. Does that make sense? So So they're waiting on the world to give them something before they feel it. And so, in answer, in starting to answer your question, Lauren, there, it's that. When, you know, people who are feeling scared, they're waiting for the world to change before they feel anything other than scared. They're waiting for something out here. I'm going to be able to go back to the movies or go back to work or send the kids back to school or whatever it happens to be. I'm waiting for that to happen before anything inside me shifts. And so there's an entitlement to that. And it's like saying that they're being owed something, but I'm not going to do anything to make that happen for myself. And the
1: truth about it is the
2: truth about it is <laughs> life doesn't owe you anything. Why does it
1: not owe you anything? Because it gave you everything. Everything you need is around you. Everything. But what happens is we're raised in these, you know, in these bloodlines where we feel, you know, we come from this lineage of of people who have no self-worth. And the truth about it is self-worth is the key to everything. You've been able to declare right now into the, into and, and broadcast right now into reality that you are enough. You've been able to declare right now that you are smart and intelligent and awake and aware and humble and creative and joyful. That's what life listens to. But when you have this huge incongruency between what people are saying and what they truly feel about themselves, this is what the problem is. So you've been sent home. As in, so yeah, and being sent home is like life has given out to us and gone. No, 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 no. If you really
2: want to get there, I'm going to send you home. So it's like the gap between where you are and where you're at is the lack of appreciation you have for yourself and the lack of appreciation for the gift that you have and for what you bring to the world because the world doesn't owe you anything, it gave you everything and what we are not realising at the moment is what it is that our gifts are and what it is that we bring to the table. So when we have appreciation for ourselves, we would recreate our world exactly the same as it is now and if we can't recreate our world and our experiences in our life exactly the same as it is now, we don't have a deep appreciation for ourselves. So the first thing we've got to do is we've got to check into that. We've got to check into that level of appreciation. What is it that I have to offer? What gifts have I been given? In my early 20s, guys. Oh, can I say something before you go into that? Can I say something? So it's like uh, the people who want to shift and the people who want to pivot, right? And the people who want to Move. It's like us being sent, like Mitch sort of said, we've been sent back to our rooms, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you can, it, 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 and it's like you've been naughty, you've been sent back to your room. So in you being sent back to your room, what are you going to do with that? Now, if you sent a kid to their room, right, and you use the analogy of sending a kid to their room, like if I, if we sent Lexi to her room, right, Mitch's eldest daughter. She'd mope around for a bit and say, oh, I can't come out of here for a week. So she'd be moping around for a bit, right? But then soon enough, what she would do is she would find things that she loves and she would go and do the things that make her appreciative and that light her up. So she'd be playing with her Lego. Lex is so creative. So she'd be creating, she'd be reading, she'd be doing the things that she loves to do. She'd be practising her hip hop, right? She'd be doing things that she loves to do. So what happens then is when we're left by ourselves, we create and we grow our appreciation for it ourselves and we grow uh, the, the, um, the understanding of what our gifts are and what we bring to the table and what makes us unique. Yes, yes? yes. So isn't
1: it friggin' funny that we've all been sent home? Mm-hmm. And the first thing, like you think about it, before everybody was sent home, people were frightened. They were, you know, pe- you, 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 people were like, okay, I want to, you know, ultimately what do I want? I want to be free. I want to hang out with my family. I want to spend time with my kids. I don't want to work anymore. I so it goes, okay, I'm going to send you home. You don't have to work anymore. I'm going to pay you. Then i am I going to send you home. I'm going to give you money. So, so you, you don't have to worry it. about that yeah. stuff. Now what happens when people, people go home, they're like, ah! Oh my God! The kids, the husband, the boy. And then you see all these memes and these jokes. But that's a very normal part of that first shift in reaction in people. But then what happens is, you stop and you start to contemplate, okay, what are the things that I love doing? And I'm watching it in my own home. My wife is out playing with the kids, doing the things that she never really gave herself any time to do. It's the same with me. So then you you start doing and playing and having fun and all that sort of stuff. But then something else happens. Then you start to contemplate, okay, when these borders come back down, what am I going to do? You know, I think you start to feel. You know what? I I, I really want to do something. I, I really want to make a difference in the world. And I remember, I was just going to say earlier, in my early twenties, I was I was my life was a mess. But I always knew why I was here. I always knew I was here to do something important. Everybody that's listening to this right now, the reason you're part of the team with these girls is because you have an innate knowing. You've known right from day one that you were here to do something important. And you are important. And you have got something to do. So we need to, let's get, let's get cracking. Let's get doing it. But for me then, as I went through my life, I had no self-worth. I felt worthless. I just destroyed my life. By the time I was 14, I was a vicious alcoholic by the time I was 21 I was a drug addict by the time I was 26 I was in jail I was imprisoned, I was thrown into jail my first thing that happened to me when I went in there, I'm 47 years and 48 years old this year, the first thing that happened when I went into jail was like, for about 3 months I was pissed off the world oh my god I'm so angry, I'm so annoyed Why how could God do this to me, how could life do this to me but then as my addictions were taken away from me and as my true spirit started to evolve one day somebody hands me a book now, I've spent a lot of money, I've done a lot of uh, education with people like Deepak Chopra and Louise Hay up until that point. I'd always had this metaphysical um, connection. I'd always been interested in ancient mysticism, but my drug addiction and my alcohol addiction just clouded me from seeing any of that. But once those addictions were taken away, it was like one day this mystic came to me and handed me a book. And the book was called Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. And I remember sitting down and reading this book and it was like I had a huge spiritual awakening when Everything was taken off me. I couldn't even have my own shoes. I couldn't have my own underpants, nothing. I had nothing. I had no money. I was eating at the mercy of the queen. Everything was taken off me, buddy. But in that moment, something started to emerge inside of me. And what started to emerge inside of me was that I started to count my blessings. I started to realize who I was. And I started to realize what I brought to the table. And I started to look at Mitch and listen to Mitch and not listen to the outer distractions, but listen to the inner wisdom and the inner guidance and then what was revealed to me as I went through this time period and the time period was so synchronistic it was so exact it was like every person I was met to me I was meeting every environment I was meant to be and I was in it was like it completely completed me and then boom I realized what I was here to do. And my message was that I was going to turn my life around. And if I could turn my life around, that anybody could turn their lives around. And all I was going to do was map the systems to show people how to do that. And I remember the first time somebody asked me, I was, came out of of an education center in a prison and there's a group of guys sitting there and they're like, hey Mitch, what are you going to do when you leave here? And I said, I'm going to speak on stage with some of the greatest leaders in the world. I'm going to influence the planet. That's what I'm going to do. One of them burst out laughing at me and said to me, hey dude, have you had a look around you? And I'm like, yeah, you're in prison. And I said, I know. And I'm going to tell everybody. Because that's part of my message. I'm not going to be afraid of who I am because my characteristics and traits were formed in the times of hardship. And if this is hardship for you, it's because your characteristics
2: and traits are being formed right now. Why? Because you forgot. Because you thought your worth was in the job. You thought your worth was in your friends and being able to go down to the pub. You thought your worth was in your kids and was out there, but it's not out there. It's in here. So we're being sent back to figure out what that is. So the fear that people are feeling is the avoidance of connecting with what they're actually being sent back to connect with. I love that. Then d- does that make sense? Because yeah. it's not—it's got nothing to do looking with being afraid of anything out here. It's being afraid of looking what with what's actually inside. Because what's actually inside—that's what freaks us out. Yeah. Because when we, because we, we, we kind of live our lives like, like numbing that down and pushing that down and protecting that, uh, because we, we immerse ourselves in the world and we forget that we are who we are. It is not our darkness
1: that most frightens us. It is our light. Because if we embrace our light, it means that we have to be more and more and more of ourselves. And as more and more and more of ourselves emerges, there is a great responsibility with that. So everybody has a deep physical quest, but everybody has a deep spiritual quest. And both of those things are intrinsically linked. And right now, we're at home and we're in that third phase. I'm telling you, everybody's in it. We're in that third phase where we're having to go, okay. Am I making the most of this time and this opportunity to shift my mindset? Remember, it is not about what you think about. It is about what you feel about. Mm -hmm. And you have to match the energy inside of you with the outside world. You cannot live in an entitled state of, yes, well, I'm going to feel okay as soon as my, my partner tells me they love me. No. That's your job. You have to feel okay as if your partner has been telling you they loved you all the way along. I'm going to feel successful when someone buys more products. No. You have to feel successful as if somebody's been buying product all the
2: way along, and then the world will match that for you. The universe is waiting for you to declare your worth, not the other way around. So rather than thinking about what the you know the clients gave you, the the products gave you, the job gave you, the friends gave you, it's what did you bring to them? Yeah. What do you have to offer to them that is so important? That's what we've been we've been sent here to find out. The other
1: thing is, and you would have heard us <laughs> say this to you guys all the way along: the product is not the prize. <laughs> the system's not the prize. Yeah. The clients are not the prize. You're the friggin' prize. And when you get that, I mean, you, girls, you remember this. You remember in that moment when it clicked, oh, I'm the prize. Yes. The reason you guys have such a huge following is because you are extraordinary women. They love you, you're intelligent, smart, you're systemized and you're making it easy for them by rolling it out as easily as you possibly can for them. You guys are the prize. The products are amazing. Don't get me wrong, the products are amazing. They're not just good, they're amazing. But you guys are the prize. So the quicker we can help all of the girls and all of the guys that are involved in this team to get that, the quicker you guys get that, the quicker everything will just go next level
3: yeah did that answer your question i know that was a long answer to that question it does (laughs) i was going to say so what about the people who obviously um aren't in uh, the network marketing profession or aren't in our team but they love listening to this podcast maybe they're in startup businesses or traditional business how do they pivot like how do they use this time to see it as an opportunity and what what advice would you give for them navigating this time
2: okay so um Your ability to pivot is in your ability to recognise your gifts right so what happens is is that people focus um really easily on what to do and they feel that they, they're trying to focus okay what can i do right now how can i do it better what can i do how can i do it so that i can shift the business that i can shift my mindset so that i can um i can switch direction the problem is is that the the what's to do's and the how to do them are already there it's got nothing to do with those things it's nothing to it's do with got that. nothing to do with that what it's got to do with is the why you do it so when you get sent back to your room right and you get to figure out that this is who you are this is what you bring to the table etc you start to realize what your x factor is you start to realize that well actually people can get the products from someone else or they can get clients from someone else or they can get a business from somewhere else they can they can do these certain things from somewhere else what can they get that is uniquely and specifically me what is it that they can get that is just me, that if I wasn't in the world, they wouldn't get it? So we're really clear with what we provide the world. We, you know, some of the concepts that we teach are very similar to other people's concepts, but we're really clear that we stand out because we give people an experience of those concepts, right? And... Um, So if we weren't in the world, that wouldn't be happening. So you've got to, the people who are trying to figure out what their, how to pivot, the first thing they've got to do is they've got to figure out what their X factor is. They've got to figure out what makes me stand out. What is it that makes me different? What is it that if I wasn't around, other people wouldn't get? Sure, they might get the products or the clients or the business from somewhere else, but they wouldn't get me. When you can figure out what your X factor is, then you've figured out the why and the why you want to pivot, and the why you want to um, uh, change direction, and the why of what you want to bring to the world. When you can figure out the why of what you bring to the world, the how's and the what's take care of themselves, and they they sort themselves out. So
1: ultimately, I, 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 I want to just elaborate on that. Ultimately, you have to understand, if, if everything you need is around you, otherwise there would be a bin in the ethos full of missingness, full of missing parts from the world, And there is no bin in the ethos full of missingness. But the problem with the masses is that the masses are looking for the technique, they're looking for, you know, the something, the the new gadget, the new, it's not about that. It's about understanding that when I'm dealing with anybody, a sports star up to a high-end CEO every single time, the gap between where they are and them achieving their dreams and aspirations is to do one thing, self-worth. Yeah. if you have no self-worth the game is over you may tell the world as i said at the beginning that you're going to take over the world and you're going to be a millionaire a billionaire a trillionaire it doesn't matter <laughs> you're delusional if inside of yourself you feel not smart enough not intelligent enough not wise enough now if you're feeling those things all you have to do is flip that gap you have to flip that stuff and so one of the things we do in Transform Your Wealth is we give you the technique to be able to do that because you can't fake that shit. You have to actually get completely clear about what you bring to the table. Okay. And as you start to get clear about what you're self-worth and as you start to get that, all those things that happened to you back there were not designed to do anything else other than to get you to stand out in the world. So like, people are attracted to people that stand out, not people that fit in. But we're told true and lineage to try to fit back in again something happened to you fit back in again don't fit in stand out so how do you stand out you stand out by counting your blessings until you're stopping and you're you're
2: making a clear account of who you are and why people believe in you so people want to focus on the how's and the what's out there of how to pivot what to do to pivot etc so that they can avoid the why and the, and the self worth issue get what she said there so because what they're they're afraid of look inside and now they're being forced to look inside so people are wobbling on the outside because they're being almost forced to go within and to find that answer for themselves so the the why is your key if you're focusing on the how's and the what's you're just trying to avoid the why you're just trying to avoid going inside and actually realizing what you bring to the table and that uh, and, and looking at the self-worth issue that's going on so our
1: objective guys has always been to equip the masses with the tools to actually do that because people may go no, 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 no I, I know that I'm smart and I'm intelligent and I know that I, but it doesn't, it's not about what you know it's about what you don't know that you don't know it's about finding the appreciation of yourself and the places where you perceive it never existed. That's where you find your tenacity. And then just beyond the other side of this fear that people have about doing this is your courage, is your temperance, is your ability to adapt. Now, as you see this stuff, what happens is there's a beautiful, beautiful synchronistic alignment that occurs between the hows, the whys and the whats. Makes sense? Mm. It's like it just happens. And I know people think, so it just falls out of the sky. No, it doesn't fall out. Of the sky. It's always been around you. But you become in tune to it. You tune into it. So when we sit down because you realize you're worth it. Because you realize so when we sat down to, to pivot in this moment, the first question we ask ourselves is Okay, what do we bring to the table? Why do people love us? Let's go back to basics. What do the, what do the clients want to hear? They want simple implementable strategies to be able to actually get to where they want to get to. Why? Because we love helping people feel free and awake and aware and in love and a set of consciousness. We love when we get these messages from you guys. You know, you sent me a message last week, Sean, saying, hey, you know, I had a meeting with our top end girls and we asked him, okay, what are you really appreciative for right now? And each one one was thank God for transform your wealth, thank God for MJP well, the wealth principles, thank God for MJP seminars, thank God for Mission Mills, thank God for the Wealth Principles. Because the guys took that information at that time because it was so simple and implemented the strategy, built their self-worth, which affected their net worth. This building of the self-worth was the why, the how's and what's, was the was the self, was the net worth, and the response is immediate. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So you build that stuff inside of yourself, and everything comes together. And just. There's never going to be another time in history where you're going to have the chance to do that. Mark my words. You ask your parents, you ask your grandparents, they'll tell you the same thing. There's never been a time like this in history, a greater time in history for you to be able to stop and build your self-worth.
0: And I think what I love about that is I know that there are so many people out there not doing the inner work right now. They're, They're looking externally, they're looking at competitors or other businesses and how they're pivoting or shifting and they're thinking oh I need to change what's up but they're actually not going within they're not doing the self-worth stuff they're not seeing how they have a point of difference or how their purpose in the world what that looks like they're just stressing and thinking how do I change so I love Absolutely. that. I love
2: that. Yeah, because your why is why people look up to you. That's why we look up to our leaders, is because we're, they're so super clear on who they are. It's not that they're trying to be someone else. They're just so super clear on who they are. That's why we look up to them. So mm-hmm. it's it's inevitable that those people who are who are looking inside of themselves are going to have more effect on the outside world. Because mm-hmm. when you because transformation is an inside job. So when you transform inside, you affect the outside. But it doesn't happen the other way around. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Doesn't happen that when the when the money shows up, then you're going to feel okay because it's never ever going to be enough. And, and remember, you know, I, I'm always saying this, and I try to get this in
1: and every time we do a talk. Right? You have to understand the emotional trigger and signature that your business has taken off is gratitude. The emotional trigger and signature that you have fallen in love with someone is gratitude. So therefore, gratitude is the key to everything, everything. But the gratitude has to start with you. Charity starts at home. So the gratitude has to start with you. You have to fall in love with you. But you can't say, okay, I'm gonna fall in love with me when others love me and follow me on Facebook or tag me or follow my Instagram. You have to fall in love with you and give other people permission to do the same as a liberated leader. So, as you liberate yourself from your own discomfort of a perception of lack, your presence automatically liberates others. And people want to get involved. They want to turn up. So, you have to count your blessings. You have to see, for those of you listening right now, you're extraordinary. You're amazing. You're a soul awake and alive inside of a human form. Look around you. You're conscious that you're friggin' conscious. Holy shit, man. (laughs) You're alive. The question is though, while you're alive and you're now experiencing what we call live, what are you gonna do with that? So the key to this net is to stop and get deeply, deeply appreciative of what you bring to the table. Your skills, abilities fall in love with you. Realize that you have everything you need to be able to get this thing off the ground. Everything, and as you do this, I promise you, it's like it finds you. People start to contact you, email you, ring you, and it just starts to come together. Bang, 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 bang. And then you see this synchronistic series of events start to roll out in front of you, and holy shit, suddenly the whys and the whats, are the, uh, sorry, the hells and the whats are right there, and off we go. Mm-hmm. So when we're dealing with our guys, and you, you have to understand, the reason we're so inspired about this is because we've been doing this for 20 years. Twenty years we've been watching we this. No, we happened. don't look that old. <laughs> I do look I'm old and gray but we've been doing this for 20 years and we've been watching this stuff happen and roll out for 20 years and this is like such a unique time in life boys and girls please get the message look inside dig inside and you know you've seen this both of you girls have seen this you've seen this in Transform Your Well we teach the techniques that are in there we give them to you and they're so simple they're so simple that you could sit down with your 4 year old and your 4 year old can have a mind-blowing heart-opening boom, epiphany and their vision will come to them and it'll, their lives will be changed forever so if your four-year-old can do it you can do it yeah. the point is, even if you do nothing well let me put it this way you can sit there and do nothing or my recommendation is you do something even if it's not with us just do something even if you don't get your hand held or kept accountable by us Get your hand held and kept, kept, kept accountable by someone. Because this time is running close now. It's going, all this is going to come to an end. This was a quick burn. You guys would have heard me say it. I said it months ago. or it's a couple of weeks ago when this kicked off. I said, this is not going to be like a global financial crisis. This is going to be a quick burn. Like lighting a piece of tissue paper. It's going to burn up very quick. And within that time period, the people that come out the other side of this are the ones that have got the spiritual message here. Which is build your self-worth. Take your your vision and your mission to the world because people are waiting on you.
3: Yeah.
1: It's not that you have to find them. They're waiting on you. They're out there right now waiting on you.
0: Yeah, I do as well. And, well, let's talk a little bit about Transform Your Health. I want to um, talk about that because, yeah, we were having a meeting, was that last week or the week before, with our leaders in our team and we were just having a moment of gratitude like what's one thing and everyone who's implemented your wealth principles which some of them have done it a year ago some 4 years ago me 5 years ago and everyone was like i am just not stressed about money i i've lost my job or whatever's happened to them or you know there might be a situation where someone literally like their partner has lost their job as well and all they have is their current business or their side hustle and people are just so calm and it's as a leader it's really beautiful to see it's actually a calm feeling for me to see our girls in a state of I'm okay like this is great and yeah so we were talking about what we're grateful for and everyone was just so grateful that they put the work in and they implemented the wealth principles so many people just look at those wealth principles and don't put them in place and I know I'm thinking about some people right now and I just think wow imagine if everyone that I said like five years ago like this works where they would <laughs> yeah. be right now it's pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah. Can
2: I say something about that you know when we talk about money when we ask people what they want and they say money the truth is that they don't actually want money they're not actually looking for money they're looking for freedom. They're looking for connection. They're looking for an ability to live the lives that they want to live, right? And if you actually drill down with the people who've come back and thanked you on that, right, they'll be grateful not for the money. They'll be grateful for their level of organisation, for the fact that they were wise enough to implement this. They'll be uh, grateful for the fact that they were diligent and disciplined. So the gratitude isn't out there. It's not about the money that they're grateful for. They're grateful for what they have and what they brought to the table in order to have that happen. Well,
0: we we had this conversation a few weeks ago where Loz and I just had a moment of like, i'm just so freaking proud of myself like i have a shitload of savings and i don't even need to use it but if i did it's there right i think like what we've learned over the last five years it's
3: anyone can know it like the knowledge is everywhere the support is everywhere Mm -hmm. but just we're proud that like not many people act on it like especially five years ago how old were we i was 23
0: like yeah i was i don't know Twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty We're like six. <laughs> just
1: so you know, I just feel so freaking old <laughs>
3: <laughs> But just but just like you said, being proud of the fact that you do, you take responsibility for your future, you take responsibility for your wealth. And like you said, it's not complicated stuff, it's really simple stuff that you can yeah. apply day to day, but it compounds and makes a big difference in the long run, especially when things like this happen, which you don't predict, but yeah. you have that yeah. you can't put a price tag on the calmness and the confidence and the self-worth yeah. that we have. 100%.
0: It's not well, the you money, you it's you the know, feeling
1: you know, Lauren. I'm really glad that you're proud of yourself. Because so many people don't do it. And I, I sit and I counsel people whose lives are fucked right now. Like, I, I'm, they're slitting their wrists. Like, it's it's like, oh my God. And it's times like this that I wish I had a big fucking time machine with the bridge. We could say, right, Ollie is, get in, quick. Get into the time machine, we're gonna go back five years. And when we go back five years, we're gonna get you to sit down, and we're gonna kick your asses, I'm gonna show you what's gonna happen in five years' time. And if you implement this right now, the, This shit is not going to hit the fan for you. In actual fact, your business is going to take up 30%. You're going to have a 30% increase in your income. And you're going to be out there living your life and doing what you want. And when we built this, guys, when we built this, this, we knew this was going to challenge people's self-worth. But we made it as simple as we could. We made it as beautiful as we could. We made it as visually beautiful as we could. We spent weeks in front of cameras with makeup and hair and, and, and data and computers trying as best as we could because we understood the dilemma five years ago of what it was for people to actually have to stop and look. We haven't got a time machine. But there is no future and there is no past. There is only this thing right now, which is the present, which is a gift. So you're being given a gift. And if you're on the other end of this, listening to these two lasses, these two heroes, because the way I see it, they're my heroes. These guys think that they I'm their teacher. No freaking way. They're my teacher. And if you're on the other end of this, you have to understand life heard you. And how lucky are you to have these people in your lives to be able to access this data? Do you know how many people are out there and they are in pieces and their lives are never gonna be the same. They're never gonna get employed again, ever. They're never gonna be able to eat. They've lost all their superannuation. Their lives are drained. But you're not that person. And you have this data. And their objective right from the beginning was all the time, how do we make this understandable, relatable and simple for ordinary people to be able to get it into their and lives? And the thing,
2: the thing is, is that money is actually the easiest thing to master. It has a system. And what happens is, is that people let their emotions get in their way. They let their self-worth get in the way of them not having the things that they think they, they would love to have. So they've got a vision for their lives. And then they use money as an excuse for them not to... To live their vision but the truth is is that money is just an excuse and the excuse of the money is that they don't feel that they're worthy of that they don't feel that they have the worthiness to be able to go and live their vision to be able to go and handle the money so what we do is we show them because your net worth and your self-worth are intrinsically linked so what we do is we show them that you're um, that as you're building your self-worth Right, your um, your financial worth starts to grow at the same time. Mitch mentioned it earlier. Uh, you guys have heard us talk about supply and demand and the graph of supply and demand, right? Supply is on the horizontal axis, demand is on the uh, vertical axis. So, when you put the demand on yourself, the supply follows, right? But when you focus on the supply, where's the money going to come from? The demand goes away. In the same point. The uh, spiritual quest and physical quest are the same thing. So the demand is like your spiritual quest, why are you here? And your physical quest is the money that's gonna come along as a result of you achieving your spiritual quest. So your spiritual quest then is, what do I wanna achieve? What do I wanna have? What type type of person am I gonna be? Because again, it's never about the money, it's about what um, what do we wanna get from having the money? That's our spiritual quest, our purpose for being here. When you focus on that, um, your physical and your uh, financial quest starts to increase as a result of that, right? So what we what we do with uh, with the work that we teach is we work on both at the same time because when you work on your self worth and you don't see it reflected back on you, it feels a little bit um, tiresome to see that you you, don't, you cannot see it in the physical realm that your self worth is growing. When you work with your money and you use your money as an example of your self-worth, you see your money growing Mm -hmm. and you see the appreciation that you have for yourself at the very same time. So what it is, is about you having a system that that runs your finances so that your emotions don't get in the way. That's what this is all about. Because what happens is is that when we're scared, we start to panic. So then we hold on to stuff instead of um, being fluid with what we've got. We always start to give it away because we're stressed out, so we're giving it away. Either way, it's our emotions that are running our finances, not The system. So, what we want to be able to do is teach people the really simple, manageable system to manage their finances. And then your emotions don't, it's like getting up and brushing your teeth in the morning. You don't get up and brush your teeth and think, Oh, this feels good or this feels bad. It's nothing. It's just a system. You don't get into the shower and go, oh, you know, I have to do this or this is a good thing or a bad thing. It's just something you do because it's a system. It's a, it's the process that you need to uh, to yeah. do in a day in your daily routine. It's the same with your finances. It's not about good or bad. There's no there's no a moral dilemma here with money. Money is just matter. Money is just something that's there, and it's just a matter of having a system that doesn't allow you to think good or bad about what's happening your money. Your money is just working for you in the background um, and there's no emotion attached to where you're spending your money.
1: But uh, another thing I'll say to you guys is that the minute you implement the system, the day you start to implement the system, the day you start to look at it, the beauty about it is, is that the effects in the outer world are immediate. One of the reasons that people think, oh my god, I've got to implement this system, then I've got to wait. That's why they don't do stuff because we live in this generation now where we want everything right now. I want it now. I want it now. X, Y generation. We live in this generation of immediate gratification. But the truth about it is, when you implement the system, you automatically straight away start to see the money going into your, your savings. Mm-hmm. Automatically, the money starts to find you. So when you immerse yourself in the qualities and attributes and the emotions that are, uh, that are congruent with those qualities and attributes, you immerse yourself in that emotion, money comes in
2: anyway. So everybody's got a system right? But a lot of people's systems at the moment are reliant on your emotions. Your system has to work along the lines of nature so that it just just flows. And your system has got to be (laughs) corona-proof, crisis-proof, pandemic-proof. It's just got to go through. It can can work in any situation, any circumstance. So, we've got two types of people that we work with. We work with people who've got $50,000 and $500,000 coming in, right? And well, sorry, let me put it this way. We've got people who have got, um, who have got money is not an issue for them. And we've got people who money is an issue for them. Now, in the group of people that money is not an issue, in that group, we've got people who are earning 50 grand a year and people who are earning 500 grand a year. It doesn't matter how much you're earning. You can still not have money an issue for you. It's got nothing to do with how much you're earning. And over here, we've got people who, who money is an issue. And in that set, we've got people who are earning 50 grand a year and 500 grand a year. And you'd be surprised about how many people are earning a shit ton a year and money is an issue for them. They never have enough. It's got nothing to do with how much you're earning. It's got to do with who you are and what you perceive about yourself and your self-worth and about how you're following the system to actually, and letting the system work instead of your emotions. So as
1: you build the system and as you watch your savings grow, your appreciation of yourself becomes greater. You know, when your appreciation of yourself comes greater, money finds you. And you, you See this, and, and I know Lauren and I know Shan both of you guys have seen this in your lives. That you know, at the beginning, we said you, it'll come in ways that are, that are unpredictable. Mm-hmm. How many times does money come to you in ways that were unpredictable? And you're just like, holy shit. Look, it came out of here and it's coming out of here and it's happening over here. So money
2: flows in unpredictable ways to where it's organized the most. This is one of the most humbling things for us at the moment, just, so, just as an aside. we, I mean, we, I got your message uh, a few weeks ago, Shane, about how grateful you were about you having your wealth principles because you were just set up. You didn't have to worry. But we're getting messages like that oh. every single day. Exactly. And we're at, at a minimum, we're getting two messages a day, um, three messages a day of people just saying, that the, the fact that I don't have to worry about my money is the most refreshing thing. Now, when everybody else out here is panicking, we've got people who are saying, everybody's panicking, but I just got a job, or I just got a pay rise, or this money is just coming to me, and my business has just taken off, and it's got nothing to do with what they're doing, it's got to do with who they're being, and the fact that they have, yeah. they, that they have um, uh, not let money be the excuse for them not growing at this
1: point. My- My high-end personal private clients, right, are like right now are buying one, two, three, four, five properties, buying property developments. When everybody else is panicking and everybody else is selling, they're gearing up to pounce. So, you know, never... Never, never let a good crisis go to waste. I mean, <laughs> never let a good crisis go to waste. And this is a crisis and it's, a, it's not a crisis of anything else but it's a crisis in self-worth. So to get on top of it, follow the system, implement the strategies and we make it as freaking easy as we possibly can. And, and yeah, that's, that's what I'd say, Raquel.
0: For For those who are listening, I'll make sure I put the link in the show notes so that you can access Transform Your Wealth. I just thought about this really cool quote that I read this morning I don't know who said it, but um, there was, it was just an analogy. There was a a CEO of a shoe company that sent two salesmen to a third world country and said, go and sell some shoes. And then one person came back and said, "Um, I'm never going back there again. No one there wears shoes. And the other person came back and said, we need to go back because everybody there needs shoes. And it's just like a perfect example of like, how you view things and the mindset that you need to have right now. I really loved it. I thought it was really relevant because, yeah, there's two types of people. There are the people who are stressing out, freaking out, it's the end of the world. And then there are the people over here who are like, wow, I'm never going to have this opportunity in my life again to act on this, to, to give back to the world, to live out my mission, to do what I need to do. This is my chance to shine. And so I just hope that people who are listening to this, really just are inspired to go and take action, whether that's on their mindset, whether they start implementing wealth principles so that they can control their money. Right. I just, yeah, I, I know there are a lot of people listening to this who would absolutely be loving this right now. So, thank you.
2: Can I comment on something you just said there? Uh, just to, I just to, to comment this as well. I know, but I'm going to comment <laughs> this. So, um, So, you know, we did mention about people being scared and stuff like that. I want to say that it's important that if people have been feeling like that, that that's actually normal. It's not, It's not. We're not having a go at you for feeling scared or for mm-hmm. feeling lonely or for feeling whatever's going on. We're just asking that you look deeper into the surface of what's happening so that you can see the truth of what that actually means and where the fear is coming from. Because the fear isn't... Um, Uh, isn't all of who you are. There's way more to you than just that. And at the moment, if you're just experiencing the one side, we're here to tell you that there is another way, there is another side, and there is something deeper beyond what you're feeling at the surface. It doesn't mean, and it's not trying to diminish what anyone's feeling, it's trying to say, okay, we're feeling this, we get this, but what next? What else can we do? Do we want to live in this state? Do we want to stay here? Or do we want to move past that? Do we want to get through yeah. that? Do we want to yeah. thrive through this instead of just surviving You're it? You're not
1: you have to understand you're not going to live in this fear forever. Mm-hmm. So you have to embrace the new world and you have to understand that the, you know, it, it is the end of a world. It's the dawning of the age of Aquarius. It's the information age. It is the end of a world. And yes, you're right, things are never going to be the same again. But the quickest thing that we can do is get back into our hearts, get congruent, understand that life gave us everything we needed on the inside it's your birthright. you were born with it and to pivot right now is to look deep in your heart and understand that you have everything you need and i promise you the hells and what's will turn up and you're uh, you will kick ass and you're you're with a team that's going to help you to do that you're around people that are inspiring you it's listen it heard you it heard you that's why you're here That's why you're on the other end of this it heard you, and here we are, and we're telling you, we're witnessing it all the time. You're, the baby's coming. <laughs> that baby's coming. And you can do sweet FA about it. It's going to happen. So the best thing for you to do is to embrace the new you.
2: And, you know, we said transform your wealth um, and what we do with people. We're not just talking about money. I think it's a really important oh, no. concept. We're talking about the whole thing, the yeah. mindset. Okay. It's a very... A personal experience, and we've had a few people because um, a lot of people have been jumping onto that, which is really good, you know, over this time period. We we actually have been doing these wealth principles for many years, but we started teaching them properly during the, the uh, GFC uh, in 2008, right? So, um, and people who started implementing them then have just transformed, obviously, over this time period. But um, the people who are seeing it now are, are commenting that they've never really had such a personal experience in something to do with wealth before. This is a really personal experience. It's a deep dive into what's actually going on rather than just trying to work on the money on the outside. It's the whole thing. Yeah. It's, a, it's a holistic approach to having money and to growing your wealth.
1: It, it's a deep dive into your personal who you are, your position in the world. Um, it's a deep dive into uh, your, your self-worth it, It's and how to build that. And then implementing the system as your self-worth builds, implementing the system immediately to be able to get you there. There's something else that we're doing at the moment, guys, is we have, because of the situation globally, and we have basically reduced the cost from 79 down to 59, but something else that we're doing- For a limited time. For a very limited time, because of Mills's time, anybody who registers in and and buys Transform Your Wealth, Millsy is going to work with you guys for three months, to be able to get the system in place that's amazing so we're, yeah we're gonna <laughs> hold your hand to get the system in place because after this next three months guys yeah it, it's not gonna be the same so this is the time for you to do it so we and we don't just want to do it with you we want to show you know we want to show it to your kids your family whoever wants to be there with us as we help you do this we're we're there to help that's what we're here to do how can we be of service how can we make this easy for you we're there to help
0: that's huge value. I've obviously picked your brain one billion times over the last few years, Mills. We went on a trip to India and every chance I had Mills on our own, I was like, Mills, check out my spreadsheet. Can you please check it out? So that I is- didn't see any
2: way. airports, did I? I was just sitting in the, hitting on the chairs going, okay, let's look at the spreadsheet again.
1: <laughs> and it's funny, if, if anybody, I was like, does anybody know where Mills is? Oh, you just have to find Shani and
0: Matt. <laughs> With the spreadsheet. That's <laughs> amazing, guys. Yeah.
3: Right. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your time and your gifts with us. I know we really appreciate it and always have, and I'm really glad that we get to share you with our tribe as well. Yeah. Thanks,
1: oh, guys. awesome. Awesome. Yeah, a pleasure. Thank um, you
2: and, and Thank guys, you can show. we just also just um, ask people just to uh, just let everybody know about our social networks to make sure that they're following us Absolutely. as well. Absolutely, yeah. We'll on, um, put, um, on Instagram um, and Facebook at MJB Seminars, and um, we've got a podcast. Actually, you're just going to be about to star on our podcast. Know, on exactly. So our podcast is uh, Dorothy and the Dealer anyone who wants to follow
1: us and join yeah we did some really really cool interviews on there we got a, a neuroscience from the university of a neuroscientist from the university of monash coming on this week sorry university of monash in melbourne uh, coming on this week and then um, we're going to be talking about true transformation in the brain he's an amazing amazing young dude and um, i had the pleasure of uh, of equilibrating him and then as i was shifting his innermost dominating thought i was explaining to him what was happening in his brain and um, and it was very, very, very cool experience between the two of us. Um, so there's lots and lots of stuff on there. And um, we're also in MJB Seminars' Facebook page. We're going live five times a week just as we get through this, trying to impart as much information to help people as much as we possibly can.
0: I love it. I'm going to put all the links in the show notes, the website, Transform Your Wealth, Facebook, Instagram, podcast, all of it will be available in the show notes. And just one last question I have that I want to finish on. How can we serve you guys? What can our community do or what can we do to make your day?
1: Um, One of the things I would say is, like we like we've been trying to ram home for for a long time now, people are getting the message. This is simply a, 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 an opportunity, not a crisis. It's an opportunity to go back to who you are and remember why you're here. And if if you want to help us. Let's. Have, if, if there's a message in this for you, share it with the people around you. The eagles that you know are sitting on the side of a nest and just need a nudge. Mm-hmm. Share it with somebody that you know is freaking out. Share it with somebody that you know is is you know it has so much potential, but they've just never been able to access it. Just we have to pull together now as as a global community. We have to pull together and remember we don't need to be inf- outwardly influenced. We need to be inwardly fluent. And when we're inwardly fluent with who we are and we're clear about what we bring to the world,
2: this is how we influence the world. So people being the best examples of who they are and being grateful for what they've already got is is over and above. Yeah. Over and above. Rem- remember it. your
1: divinity. Remember you are magic. You're immortal. You're, you're amazing. That's what I want. If you guys can do that and just tap into that, that's that's love going
0: to that. make the biggest difference amazing thank you guys we love you appreciate you
2: pleasure. love you so much guys thanks so
3: much bye, bye. cheers <laughs> bye wow
0: what an amazing episode i hope you're feeling inspired after that conversation and empowered to make some changes and choices in your life. Now, don't forget to let us know if you loved this episode. Please give us a five-star review. It really helps us know that we're on track with serving you guys and also majorly supports our channel. And you may even be in the running to be the shout-out of the week. Every week on Instagram, we share one of our reviews with our network. So please be sure to leave your Instagram handle or your website in your review so we can share you with our amazing community. If you head over to the link in our bio on Instagram at Babes Talking Business, you can get access to so many of our goodies, including the link to our bib shop. It's a crazy cute online merchandise shop that donates 100% of profits to a non-for-profit charity every month. So head over and check out who we're donating to this month and get yourself something super cute to wear. You can also find in our Instagram bio our books. You can get your hands on Life Above Zero by Lauren Kerr or The Four Year Career with Shani Thompson. Both super easy reads and incredible books to help you expand and evolve in even deeper ways now don't forget to head over to the show notes you can check out any of the links or the books or the references we mentioned in this episode and before we go we just want to say thanks so much for being here for committing to being the best version of you and for showing up for you today. You are freaking amazing. Now, if you think that there is someone in your life that could really benefit from this episode, while you're feeling super inspired, please hit the share button and send them this episode right now. And the reason we're asking you to share the love is because you get what you give And the more that you give and inspire, the more you get in return. Head over to www.babestalkingbusiness.com to check out all of our other podcasts. And we just want to say we are sending you so much love and we hope to see you soon.